what's up? Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. On this podcast episode, it's going to be a slight ramble, but not really a ramble. So it's really more like um, information in that sense, you know? Um, information in the sense that, well, Andrew Yang has stepped out of the presidential, uh, what is it, the presidential election and... You know, it's a very sad time for me because Andrew Yang, like I would say this, Andrew Yang in a, in a way is the probably the reason why I um have been I, I started political ramble. Like if I go to my political Twitter, right? My cuz I have a, an account for MMA, but I have an account for Twitter uh, for for Twitter, for politics as well. Um no question Andrew Yang like other than MMA people, 60, 70% of my audience is the Yang gang. And, you know, Andrew Yang came with fresh ideas. He came with, like, he came with, I mean, the UBI, you know, $1,000 a month. You know, he 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 explained perfectly what automation, how, like how, the, if you look at where Donald Trump won. And we're not talking about red states. We're talking about states that Obama won. And then they converted to Trump, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Pennsylvania. They're all places that automation took a lot of jobs from factory workers. And it's interesting in a sense because it's, I mean, in a way, it, it it's, it's kind of like he represented something. Because, I mean, you, you still don't hear people talk about that. And, like, you're not going to hear Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, anybody talk about the, the, those things, you know, automation. And, and because, realistically, what Yang did is he focused more on the problem that led to Donald Trump, whereas regular Democrats were just more focused on Donald Trump itself, right? Yang was more focused on what led to Trump getting elected. It was a breath of fresh air. He had, like I said... You're not gonna hear anybody about automation. Thousand dollars a month. I guarantee you. You be. I guarantee there's gonna be some that may not be every month. I can see maybe they do it in taxes, but I guarantee you, there is gonna be some version of UBI in the next ten to twelve years. And you're gonna look back and look at Andrew Yang and say he was a revolutionary. And he, he is to Generation Z, where Bernie was to, to the millennials, and. I think he should be respected. I think that the fact that he outlasted Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, I mean, these are senators, Julian Castro. I mean, it's amazing. And and and, and he did it with disrespect for the media. He did it not even being a politician. He did it as much as people talk about, I hear people talk about, you know, Donald Trump rolled, he, 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 came, he came up through populism, right? I've heard him say that. Um, he did See, fake populism, but he he did, and Bernie is the opposite. He's populism too, but from the left. But Bernie, so Trump's outsider. Bernie, Bernie's independent, so he he has outsider tendencies. But Bernie has been been politics for twenty, thirty years, thirty years, I think. Andrew Yang, no, 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 no. <laughs> Andrew Yang is an outsider, literally. And Andrew Yang, I'm telling you right now, is positioning himself to be, um, how would I put this? He's positioning himself to be a person that will probably be influential in 
the times to come. Like a political endorsement, an endorsement from Andrew Yang, not this year, but like let's say four years from now, eight years from now, is gonna be what is gonna hold up his weight. It's gonna be like it's, it's gonna be worth gold, in a sense. And he positioned himself because I mean, at the end of the day, Andrew Yang's too smart for being president. You know, Andrew Yang made us more like Andrew Yang. As much as some of the naysayers, right? Some of the people who, like I said. Progressives who are more millennials, well, a little older progressives, they didn't like a lot of his, his a lot of his ideas. You know, libertarians tend to like Andrew Yang, and you know these people. Once libertarians, Republicans like you, they always it raises red flags. But I think the reason why Andrew Yang has such crossover support was because he, I mean, he understood America. He understood. He he spoke to truckers. He spoke to people who. Have been displaced by machines and 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 trade deals and I don't want to say immigrants, but workers who will come cheaper labor, right? And in a sense, he like when you when you put your feet when you get when you put your boots on the ground, you get a different perspective, in my opinion. And he had that, and I think when you look at it, he. Like, I just think that right now, the biggest problem with him was that this election seems to be a health care is a huge factor. And I also think there's three factors in this election. Health care, the ability to beat Trump. And I think that's, one, that's the one that the ability to beat Trump is a terrible one, but I'm just being honest. And then foreign policy hasn't been spoken about too much, but foreign policy is always a factor. And unfortunately, in all three of those areas, you're not going to look at Andrew and say, this is my, this is your guy. Right. And because of that, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of, it kind of, um, what would I say? It kind of is hard because in some ways, when, when you look at it, it, it's like he, Basically, at the stage, his his model is more set up for the future. Like, I actually think whether Trump gets elected, whether Bernie gets elected, I think it's going to be four years of hell. I'm just being honest. I think when this four years is over, we are going to want a true outsider. Not saying Andrew Yang's going to run again, but I think his ideas is the future. And I think... Because of that, he should be celebrated. And I think he's one of those people who you're going to be looking at him and you're going to be saying, like, he's not going anywhere, basically. Like, he, he's, you're going to be looking at him and you're going to be saying, this guy's going to be a fixture. So you see that I say Pete's going to be a fixture in politics? Andrew Yang's going to be that fixture in politics because he's going to move the party not right. I mean, sorry, not left. I think he, he's not as left as Bernie. But he's going to move it in a direction where you're going to start to see a synergy between the right and the left. And I think people like Yang is the beginning of that. Don't think people understood, understand when, it, when they talk, when you talk about UBI, when you talk about $1,000 a month, it's not just giving away free money. It's what a thousand, it's, it's the symbolism of $1,000 a month. That's what people don't really realize. It's not just, oh, I'm giving away $1,000 a month. It's a symbolism of, of $1,000 a month. And I think sometimes what happens technically for me personally is it's 
Because he understood that humanity, capitalism's biggest part, capitalism, like Andrew Yang would say he's a capitalist. Capitalism, socialism has appeal right now to the young because capitalism has become inhuman. If you look at capitalism and you say the greatest, the greatest, the most, the most, um, what's the word? The greatest or the most, um, how would I put this? Yeah, the greatest commodity is human life, human information, human data. That's the commodity. And if you put that up there. And all of a sudden, you start caring about your factory workers. All of a sudden, you start caring about having a more humane health system, healthcare system. Think when you don't look at it like that, and you look at it as right now, capitalism is just profit. And what I'm describing is still profit. It's just a smarter type of profit. Like meaning, you keep your people healthy, they they start buying more. They start buying more. Everybody wins, right? So. It's it's kind of like one of those things where it's not even one it's not it's not even one of those things where people look at this stuff and they say oh shoot you know I'm I'm preaching some kind of like ha new age everybody loves everybody no like it's still capitalism but you gain more for you you gain more from basically looking at it and making your capitalism smarter understanding that if you got people buying stuff like money by itself is powerless unless you have a human hand welding it and if you have a human hand welding it you want the human hands to be smart you want the human hand to be healthy in that sense that's the difference so in that way when you look at it it's kind of one of those things where at this point yang gang don't be bullied. You don't want to vote for anybody. Don't vote for it. You guys have, have, you guys are newcomers to power. A lot of y'all are newcomers to power. A lot of y'all would never even thought about politics. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow anybody to bully you guys. In fact, I actually think, or force y'all to vote for anybody. I think if you don't, probably more helpful. I think the Democrats at this stage are so corrupt that the people who are Democrats who believe, because a lot of Democrats really believe that they have the moral authority to to offset Trump when in in actuality that's why impeachment didn't work. The Democrats are just as corrupt as Trump. And the reason why impeachment didn't work, there's many things they gotta got Trump on. There's many things they gotta gotta they gotta got Trump on. Illegal war in Yemen was one of the biggest ones. Trying to do trying to do a coup in, in Bolivia, Venezuela. Like literally over trying to overthrow governments. Right? And yet, in the end of the day, why did they pick Ukraine? They try to pick Ukraine because the other stuff, especially Yemen and Saudi Arabia, Democrats Democrats are involved with that too. We that's our that's our foreign policy. And the stuff in Yemen is going is, is worse than anything that Trump talks about anywhere else. And bombing Yemen every day doesn't get spoken about. But Democrats, they're, they're implicit, they're complacent. They, they're basically tied into that as well. So they can't, they can't get them on that. Bolivia, overthrowing the government. That was that was, Evo Morales was democratically elected, literally, right? Doesn't matter. We don't like. Them. Cool. 
we literally and then we we talk about and then we talk about Russian interference here and we 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 helping overthrow governments, a democratically elected governments. Nah, it's just it's one of those things that. But guess what? Foreign policy. I like the foreign policy is why I made political ramble. I made political ramble because I said if you want to really see somebody's true intentions, you look at their foreign policy. From a foreign policy angle, dem- there's almost no difference between Democrats and Republicans, in my opinion. So. I think that with another bad four years, the country will then be ready for a true outsider. Not saying it's going to be Yang again, but it's definitely going to be somebody who he inspired. That's my prediction in 2020 for 2024. The Cyrus King for Political Ramble. Till next time. Peace.